Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tribunal of the Greek, where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. My name is Brandon. I am Lena. And today, we have an exciting guest with us. Um, you know, he's been on, uh, on the Power on the of Power Rangers Sega Force and Super Mega Force. Um, and he played the Blue Ranger, Noah Carver, Please welcome Mr. John Mark Loudermilk. How are Hello. you? Hello. Hello, I'm good. Good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Seriously, like it's, a, it's such a pleasure to have you on our show. Mm-hmm. We really do appreciate you being here. Um, let's just go ahead and get down to it. So originally, you know, you're you're from the South, correct? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am. Yeah. I'm okay. from Georgia. I'm still in Georgia. I moved back Really? Here. Yeah, so I am from a small town called, it's not really that small, I guess, mm. but I'm from Columbus, Georgia, which okay. is uh, about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, two hours south of Atlanta. Oh, wow. And, uh, I grew up in the country, so like just outside of Columbus, in a really small town. Wow. Um, probably about 1,000, 1,500 people in that town. Damn. Oh, wow. Super tiny. And then, um, yeah, and then I moved back to Georgia in 2016 with my wife. Um, Okay. So we live in Atlanta. Yeah. Nice. Wow. So so I know you're you're saying that you grew up in a small town and everything. Mm-hmm. Did you um, did you watch Power Rangers as a kid? Um, did it influence you at all to make any like decisions? Yeah. So basically, the funny thing is, I think everybody you ask anyone, they have watched Power Rangers. Um, the one thing though for me is that my uh, older cousin he was like obsessed with Power Rangers. Okay. Up, so we would like play, you know, we would like play the characters outside. Um, and it's funny because he was always the Red Ranger. <laughs> Whatever. Um, what, uh, what color were you? I think I was probably right. a Black Ranger. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, probably because I was brown, but whatever, you know. <laughs> um, uh, but, um, you know, growing up, I, I feel like I watched Power Rangers, but I was like, I feel like growing up, I was hardcore into, like, Batman, the animated series. Um, Yeah, like, Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I was into, um, like, Thundercats, stuff like that. Uh, Wow. A lot of my, a lot of growing up for me, I mean, probably, I don't know, like, 10 and below was more cartoons, Mm. I guess, more, like, animated stuff. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I definitely watch Power Rangers, but um, it being an influence on, you know, me. Yeah, it was a huge influence on me. Um, not more so of me being like, oh, Power Rangers, do I want to audition for this? That was more so like, yeah, off the bat, I want to audition for Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. No-brainer question, right? Yeah, no-brainer. Right. Yeah. It's like, what was silliness is this you're asking me? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. When it comes down to, um, to like, your upbringing and everything, so what was, like, that turning point that made you say, I want to actually, you know, 
become an actor or did you always want to be an actor or? Yeah. So growing up, I did um, a lot of, you know, theater, um, especially in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did uh, church plays and then um, my biggest role other than Power Rangers was I played baby Jesus at my church. You know. <laughs> That's a big role. Yeah. That's a very uh, big role. <laughs> uh, yeah, so growing up through throughout like middle school, I did some plays, but then high school was sort of sort of a turning point for me. Um, I went to a private school um, growing up, like a private Christian school growing up, and then um, high school I went to a public high school, so that was a huge tra- transition for me. Um, and then, uh, um. Like freshman year, I saw a play and I was obsessed with it. Um, you know, just the atmosphere of it, what was going on. Um, it was Joseph in the Multicolor Dreamcoat. I don't know if you guys know that show. Oh my um, gosh, I love that show. Yeah, so I saw that show and I was just like, "Whoa, I need to do this. How do I do this?" So I um, ended up starting out as like um, crew. So I did crew for a okay. year and then. Uh, my sophomore year, I started getting into more on the acting side of it. And then I've always been like a ham, you know, in my family. Like, I've always loved being in front of the camera and, um, you know, being the forefront, being kind of the, the guy that's, like, doing something. Um, uh, but then I think high school was when, you know, like my senior year, um, I just – I knew that I was – if I went to um, college, I wanted to – do like musical theater or theater of sorts and then um there was a you know a program that happened where i could go to a, a film school so i was like yes oh. so i sort of just i knew i wanted to be an actor and i knew i you know wanted to pursue that so i just kind of yeah went along with it it was nice. great nice now i know this well this is personal for me because i feel like i've seen you did you go to nifa i did go to nifa yeah that's why. That's why. Did you go to <laughs> I did. I went okay, the same yeah. time you did. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's why I was like, I feel like I've seen you before. Wait, what did you graduate from NIFA? Um, I took I did the MFA program. Okay. I graduated in twenty thirteen. Okay, okay. So you yeah, you were around wait a second, you did the MFA for do you know Alexa Berry? That name sounds so familiar. I may, I may know her face, but I don't. The names are like kind of jumbled. Okay, my wife graduated in two thousand, I think, uh, eleven, maybe two thousand ten. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I went to NIFA. so that's that's pretty much what I did right after okay. high school. Um, okay. Seventeen. Obviously, I told you I'm from a small town. Never been to New York City. Um, I did a acting competition, and um, I aud- basically auditioned for this scholarship that a teacher at NIFA New York was doing, and I got one of the slots. It was like, I think, 10 of us out of, I think, something like, I don't know, 2,000 kids that were auditioning for it. Um, okay. I got a, Yeah, I got a slot for a scholarship nice. to NIFA, so, but I had to go to New York because he was obviously a teacher in New York. So I went to New York at 17, never been there before. My mom was like, what? You're not going. Um, and then 
uh, yeah, they dropped me off, and I was, I was I did my first year in New York, and then for some reason at NIFA, you have to, to get your degree, you have to go to L.A., even though it's called yes. New York Film Academy. Don't. don't <laughs> right. Yeah, don't ask yeah, me that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the summer I came home, I called my parents after my first year, and I was like, hey, so um, to get my degree, I have to go to California. And my dad was like, okay, why don't you come home, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> so I came home for the summer, and I actually worked a job um, teaching kids acting. Nice. And then um, my dad was like, you know what? I think, I think you need to go to LA. I think that's going to be a really good opportunity for you. You know, you need to do it. So, um, yeah, I packed my stuff up and me and my dad, he drove me out to California. That's crazy. Yeah. What was it like living on your own for the first time at 17? Oh, it was weird. It was so weird. I was in a, so we had in New York, we had like, um, I mean, you could live wherever, but they provided, they didn't really provide anything at my phone, but they gave you, <laughs> they like, did not. <laughs> you know, like, so you could, yeah, they suggested places to live. And so, um, I stayed at a dorm and my roommate wasn't even there for like the first, I think day, he, the first day I was just by myself. Wow. And so my parents left and I was just sitting on my bed and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm. So then I walked outside, you know, all jolly, like 17-year-old, like, I'm in New York. And I walked outside, and I was like, I, I like literally breathed in, and I was like, I'm all alone. And then I went back inside and just went back to my room. Um, but they, they, the good thing is NIFA did provide, like, a Facebook group. Um, so yes. I met um, some people across the hall that were filmmakers. Um, nice. So I just hung out with them and... It ended up being like two filmmakers and a um, student that was going to school for, I think, accounting or something, but not at NIFA at all. He was oh. going to like Pace University or something. Oh. Um, oh, he was wow. like an student too from China. And then me and him just hung out all the time. His name was Alex. He was awesome. <laughs> he used to cook me all sorts of food. I was like, yes, yes. this is amazing. We all need um, a friend like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> So it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. And what was like the transformation from like New York to LA for you? What was that like? It wasn't really that hard. So basically the friends that I had made, um, in New York, we pretty much, it was me and two other guys that were leaving New York to go to LA. Oh, nice. So we were, uh, sorry, it was me and three other guys. Um, and then we just were roommates out there. So as soon as like I got there. Me and my dad were out there for maybe a couple of days, and then mm. I was like, "Okay, it's time for me to go to my dorm now." <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad transit. I was super excited. I feel like I was more excited about being out in LA than I was New York. Um, you know, because it's like, you, you know, you've gotten over that like sort of freshman style year of college, and then, mm. you know, it's your sophomore year. You're, you're cool, man. You know what you're doing. You know, you've got it down. You know, you can cook food other than ramen noodles. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing well. Ramen noodles and instant rice. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that's still my life right now. <laughs> yeah, it's my life right now. Right. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> it's all that's left at the grocery store. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I couldn't even get pasta sauce for my pasta. Yeah, no. 
Yeah, you're just eating dry pasta. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. My <laughs> wife does this. We call it drunken noodles. You basically you take your noodles, you throw some butter in there, throw some Parmesan cheese, you melt it up. <gasps> it's good. That's what I was going to do next. <laughs> really? That's what I was going to do I'm next. Good. Good. I need to try this. Yeah. Because right. all I had was butter and, like, I think some pepper, like, you know, black pepper and stuff. I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to try this and see how it goes. Yeah. Good. Nice. Good so, tip. <laughs> tell me about when when the audition came around for Power Rangers and you were, like, getting ready to go and stuff like that. How was that for you? Like, how was the actual audition process? Okay, so that's that's the other thing. Everything, you know, I am really blessed as an actor. Um, everything sort of fell in place in weird situations for me out of NIFA. So I, I was actually at a house party, and um, I met two people, and they were like, oh, our manager would love you. And so that's how I got signed with my manager. And then um, I was with him for maybe – I don't know, maybe like six months after I had graduated NIFA and he got me an agent and uh, I was super excited. I'd been on a couple auditions, maybe like, you know, I don't know, a couple, but um, he got me my agent and then my agent, my first audition with my agency was Power Rangers. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. So, so it just kind of fell together. Yeah. And so my first job ever as a professional actor was Power Rangers. Um, like coming straight out of NIFA. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, the audition process was, so my manager called me in. He was like, we're going to, you're going to audition for Power Rangers. And at first I was like, wait, like the, the kids show. And he was like, yeah. And I was bad. I was like, that's still going on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, uh, but I, um, he called me in and he was like, so this is sort of a strange like audition. Basically he was like, you have to sign your contract before you even audition. So I was like, wow. uh, okay. So, oh. um, we originally were like auditioning. All the guys were either auditioning for black or red. Nice. So I was auditioning for the black ranger which obviously is Ezekiel. Um, right. And so what's really funny, too, is that Peter, um, the Blue Ranger from Peter Sidarso, mm-hmm. the Blue Ranger Ninja from Steel. Ninja Steel, mm. me and him met on the audition at our Megaforce auditions. Nice. Um, that's how I met Peter. And Azim, I had talked to Azim that day. We met outside, and he was the first one of my crew that I met, we hit it off and we were talking. He was telling me that he had been auditioning for, I don't know, the past two years. So he auditioned for um, Samurai as well. So I was mm-hmm. like, hey, what are you talking about? He was like, yeah, I've been auditioning for, I auditioned for the last season. And I was like, wait, how long is this process going to be? <laughs> like, um, he was like, you know, I don't know. So my whole process lasted about, I would say three months of auditioning. Wow. That's so I went crazy. on I went on probably six auditions before we even had like a screen test. Um, 
So they would, you would go to the audition, and you know, typically with actors, you go in the audition, you kill it, or you, you, you know, you flop or whatever. But you still, either way, you're like, ah, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm. And then with Power Rangers, you'd go in and you do it, and then you wouldn't hear back for like weeks. And then they'd be like, Hey, we want to like, you're, we, you know, here's a callback. All right, here's callback number two. Here's callback number three, four, five. So you're like, What is happening? Um, and it would, it really sort of wouldn't like, it would go down sort of s smaller and smaller, but not really that much. Mm. So you, you're still seeing like the same people. So it was kind of interesting. Like, you know, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Um, <laughs> That's actually this, kind of jarring. It is. It can be. So, you know, and when, we, when I first went in for my audition, I, uh, there was, it was literally just an audition. There was no one there. I just went in, um, and, uh, oh, man, this is so embarrassing, but I tell it all the time. Um, I did my audition, my first audition. I did it. I felt really good. I left the room, and I was walking down the hall, and the casting assistant, Michael, ran down the hall, and he was like, hey, John, can you come back for a second? I was like, yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, here we go. Mm. So I went back in the room, and um, uh, Iris, who is the casting director, she was like, um can you do it again? But do you know any like moves like karate moves? And as an actor, you're always like, yes. And what can I do for you? Um, so I was like, yeah, sure. Um, at the time I had been watching a lot of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen that show, but there's a character on the show called Mac and he does these ridiculous karate moves. And he even does the sound effects when he's doing it. I'm like, so I did my line. I said my line. And then I literally did what Mac does on the show. Like, and making those noises. And I was just like, I was baffled that I just did that. And I was like, oh, God. What am I doing? Um, but then I got a call back. So I always, you know. It worked. Sort of, yeah. It's always funny. In Philadelphia, got me the gig. So. Um, yeah, so it, and then the callback, going back to your question, was it bad? Uh, the callback, um, there was a bunch of people there. Like we were all like crammed into a room and, you know, I walk in with my, you know, my sides or whatever. And then I walk in and people have like bow staffs and like some people brought like practice swords. And I, you know, I was like, what is happening? Am I supposed to bring a prop? Um, you know, Whoa. it was interesting. Like Azim, I think Azim brought a bow staff and oh. or maybe a practice sword. I mean, he had this stuff. You know, Azim is, he's always super active and he's done, um, he does jousting. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know. It's, it sounds like Survivor. <laughs> yeah, it was. It right. Was. <laughs> like, fight for this role, guys. <laughs> fight for the role. Yeah, this is weird. So. And I actually had a callback on my birthday. It was my wow. twenty. I don't know what birthday it was. Maybe my twenty-first. Yeah, it had to have been. It was my twenty-first birthday. I had an audition for Power Rangers. That was my last one, actually. Wow. Before we got the call. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. It was crazy. How did you? How did you feel when you actually got that call? Was it like a sigh of relief, or was it actual excitement? <laughs> it was. Uh, so, yeah, I got the call, and then I, um, 
but I got a voicemail from my manager and he was like, Hey, you need to call me like right now. And I was like, okay. So I called him and he was like, Hey, so, you know, you're moving to New Zealand. And I was like, what? I got it. What? That is so um, cool. Yeah. And then I ran inside and I told my girlfriend, well, my wife, at the, you know, it was my girlfriend, my wife now. I told my wife and I was like, what? And then I, I ran out, I ran back outside out front and I called my mom and I told her what happened. And then I just started like bawling, crying. I was just like everything, all like six months of, or three months of doing this just like came out and I was just crying my eyes out. Wow. Yeah, it was just a really overwhelming sort of thing. Um, yeah, it was crazy, but it was, it was a, it was a cool experience. At that point, did you know that you were Noah? So at, um, trying to think, I don't remember. I don't think I did. I think later on they had told me like, okay, so you're going to be the Blue Ranger. And then they sort of told me my character, but I don't even think they told us. I don't, I'm trying to think. I don't think they told us our characters until we like got there. Um, so, you know, before we left, we left. I got the news in about maybe July, um, and at the time I was like um, looking for my own place to live, and I had to pack all my stuff up. So I'm trying to think. I don't even remember. Um, yeah, I don't think they told us anything until we like sort of got there. You know, um, they told us right. that what they were providing us, you know, like per diem and stuff, and you know what they were giving us for rent and stuff like that which did not cover rent <laughs> i mean that was one of the things too is you know we me and my manager were looking up like apartments and stuff over there and we're looking up like apartments that are really nice for like you know a thousand dollars or fourteen hundred dollars but it wasn't a month it was a week so <gasps> what expensive in new zealand it is expensive oh. Macaroni. Yes, so that's one of the reasons why we all four of us lived, all five of us lived together. That's why we did that. I don't blame you. I would well, be. Well, yeah, we were looking around and we were looking at apartments and a lot of the, the, you know, we would find apartments that were decent. I mean, they were like, you know, like an okay apartment um, in LA. Um, you know, you, you'll find one for I don't know. They're expensive there too, but you'll find one for like yes, fourteen hundred. You know, fourteen. Let's say fourteen hundred, or I can't even say that. You know, like fifteen hundred dollars. You'll find mm. an okay apartment, mm -hmm. and that's a month. But we'll find an okay apartment that's fifteen hundred dollars for a freaking a week. So Damn. it's expensive. It is. So what it was like living um, with your castmate and working with them after? So at first we were we were sort of me and Azim were kind of those people that were like okay guys this is gonna be great we're all gonna live together we can all like rehearse together we can all you know we're just gonna be like a family it'll be great and it was don't get me wrong it was great but it can be taxing to wake up at four in the morning see your co-star try to beat him to the shower for hot water um get in a van drive you know whatever 40 minutes to go to your work, be in the same trailer as him, get makeup in at the same time, be in the same trailer, be on set all day, then go home with the same person 
same people. And then, you know, so it can be, it can be taxing. I mean, you see that same, the same people before mm. seven. So, but I will say that we are super close. Like, I think I would say our season is probably the closest season out of any season. Um, you'll hear other people say that, but I don't, I just don't believe that because they didn't have that experience that we did. I mean, you know, Cameron, the Silver Ranger, when he came, well, you guys know Cameron. Mm. Cameron, when he came out, um, he got an apartment. They provided him a place to live. Nice. Um, <laughs> he didn't stay there. He stayed at our house. You know, like, he wanted to be with us. Like, it was, you know, and I wanted Cameron there. It was mm. like, we all wanted Cameron there. Was, you know, like, he would sometimes go to his apartment and stay there, depending on what was going on. But he stayed at our house. Like, we just were, we literally were a family. Like, I really wish that I had a video camera down there because it was the real world New Zealand Power <laughs> Rangers. I mean, it was awesome. Like, we went through, we we had fights. Like, me and Azim got in a fight. You know, like, you know, we're both putting each other in headlocks and, like, you know. We would run, run down the hallway and, and it, you know, take a shower, run down the hallway and shower and be like fist bumping and he broke our light. Like we had, you know, oh we had really God. hilarious moments. It's funny. But Sorry. I don't, and I, and Sorry, I God. would not give up us living together for anything. Like I'm so glad we did that, you know, and you, you ask any of them and I know that they would say the same thing. That's I mean, crazy. I'm sure Christina probably wanted her space, but uh, <laughs> I think we all did. <laughs> so it was like all six of you living in one apartment at one point? Yeah, so we actually, we rented, it was a house. So it was a five-bedroom house. Okay. Um, that used to be uh, a psychiatrist's office. <laughs> so oh, we were, wow. We okay. Were there, we, were, we were there for maybe a month, and somebody knocked on our door that used to, no, I'm sorry. They didn't knock on our door. They were sitting in our living room. <gasps> and as he walked out, and he was like, uh, can I help you? And he was like, yeah, is Dr. So-and-so here? <gasps> and he was like, no, I think you should go. So <laughs> oh we had to start locking our door from then on out because we had people just showing up being like, hey, is Dr. So-and-so? No, they're not. You oh, my God. Go. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so, my God. But we, we all lived in a, you know, we lived in a house, and we just divided rooms. And I didn't care. I took, like, the smallest room. There was a window, thankfully. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, you know, whatever. We had a great time, I think. We, we had a really good time. Wow. So, when, so, I know, like, aside from Samurai, mm-hmm. your group also came out at Power Morphicon. Your group was also introduced. How yes. was that? Like, how was that feeling of, you know, being, you know, out, like, not outed, but being, you know, yeah. like, presented to the world as the next Power Ranger? Um, that was amazing. That was an amazing sort of thing. I mean, you know, like, when we were at Power Morphicon, we weren't allowed to go anywhere. I think they brought us in, like, super early, too. Um, and we were in this room, oh, wow. you know, we got to um i think we donned our costumes for like the first time or the second time um and you know look, looking back i'm i it, it was a huge honor and i i love it 
I hate watching the video of it because I look so goofy and like super nervous and I'm like, yeah, like throwing my thumb up, like, yeah, got this. Um, but, you know, I, I, I definitely, that was an amazing, amazing experience. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love going to Power Morphicon because it just brings me back to that. Mm. Um, so, it was, yeah, it was really cool. It was, I was super nervous when I did that, which was so funny. At what, what point did that happen? Um, did you already go to New Zealand, or was that before? That was before. So we, I believe that was before. Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it had to have been before, because when we, because we, when we were in New Zealand, we came back for Christmas, and then the day, it was like maybe the day or the second day after we left, they aired our first episode. Wow. Like, to, come, to go back to New Zealand. Um, because we were on our Christmas break, and then, yeah, like maybe a day later, they aired our episodes right after we got on our plane to go home. So we couldn't even watch our first. Episode. <laughs> I was literally going to say, so you couldn't even get to see it. No, we had to. I think we streamed it somehow. I don't remember how we did it. We tried to watch it, but um, yeah, yeah, we didn't even get to see our episodes coming out. And I had all my friends, and like my wife was, you know, my wife would do like. Power Ranger parties every Saturday with all my buddies, Aww. and they would FaceTime me or something and be watching it and laughing, and I was like, hey, man. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was fun. Yeah, so I sort of got to see, like, little snippets, you know. Got um, you. It was cool, yeah. So we didn't even really get to experience that either, of being like, you know, you have a TV show out, but it's not even airing in the country that you're in. So right. sort of like, yeah, yeah. Right, because they just recently allowed that to happen. I, yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, you know, and then I think like a year after our first season aired, you know, when season two was coming out, I think that's when other countries were getting it, like the UK and like Brazil and like, yeah, random areas. <laughs> but that's how, I guess that's how TV works now. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I feel like I'm just ranting. Am I answering those questions? No, you are. You're no, you're, yeah, totally yeah. Fine. you're great. I've been quarantined for a long time, so talking to other people is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so when so when you got there, you know, and you're doing your thing and stuff. Of course, we know that every ranger goes through ranger boot camp where they have to train in their fighting and stuff like that. How was that for you? So that was cool. I'm glad that they do a ranger boot camp. So I had, you know, at NIFA, we do stunt training. So um, I I had done two years of stunt training. I had had some stunt, a little bit of stunt training when I did theater, but um, I did two years. You practiced with Jack, right? Yeah, I practiced with Jack. You're right. Yep, Jack. Um, And then in New York, I had a stunt teacher who was um, Mark Strong from um, Sherlock Holmes when he plays the villain in Sherlock Holmes. He was his stunt double in that movie. So that was my stunt teacher in New York. That's so cool. Um, Mike Yon, that's his name. Anyway, so the, the boot camp was great. I mean, it was so much fun. You know, like, that's when you get to meet your Sunty, um, and then, you know, you get sort of acclimated to doing falls, doing rolls, um, 
kicking the correct way, you know, um, punching, so we're not going to hurt ourselves. Um, it was great. It was a it was a blast. We had a we had a really good time doing that. Um, and that was, let's see, we would do that for that was two weeks. So when we when you first get there, you are there for about I don't know a couple days. No, maybe a week. We were in like a hotel and we didn't really, you know, we were just kind of there in New Zealand getting everything situated, getting everything going. And then we started training and you train for about two weeks. So you're training in vault, like Ranger boot camp actually is like you wake up in the morning, you go to a gym and you're training with all the stunties um, for about, I would say maybe like we probably did training for maybe like three or four hours. And then we would go from there to the studio and then at the studio we would do um, basically like acting classes, not really acting classes per se, but like getting our character. So we had, mm. uh, uh, an acting coach in, um, New Zealand, who's a New Zealand based, um, actor who was basically going through the same things that we would do in like theater or at NIFA, like playing mm. games like zip, zap, zop and stuff like that. Just mm. getting us as a cast together and getting our chemistry ready and then going mm. through our characters and going over our scenes and doing all that and then we did that for maybe two hours and then you know so we were working i don't know our boot camp would be like i don't know maybe like seven hours out of our day and then we did that for two weeks straight so every day for two weeks straight wow yeah yeah That's it's cool. a good it's a cool boot camp yeah it's pretty fun yeah nice yeah so then after that you did your ranger boot camp and then filming what was your first day like on set so our first day on set was i'm trying to think i think our first day on set was the first episode of us in the classroom i believe um okay. with mr burley and that guy is hilarious um <laughs> he is totally not like he is on the show um <laughs> which is really funny because on the show he's like this goofy um, sort of, you know, elderly gentleman who's like, and then outside of the show, he's like this really sophisticated Shakespearean actor who listens to like Eminem. <laughs> yeah. He's really interesting character. Really interesting man. Um, uh, but filming was crazy. I was like super nervous with filming too. Like I, I feel like the first day I was like, you know, like really nervous. Am I gonna forget my lines? And then I'm like, I have one line. What am I? What am I talking about? Um, <laughs> you know, like it's it's just it's 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 an amazing experience. You know, like just being a part of it was crazy. And then it just got easier from there. And then, you know, you're just sort of in a groove, and you have your you know your characters laid out, and you you just it's like you're going to work. You know, guys do. Yeah. Wow. So speaking so of the character, oh. Go ahead. Speaking of character, how did you feel about Noah as a character? So I think that um, Noah as a character for me was great because he definitely had a transitioning point when it came to season two. Um, I feel like season one was us finding out who we were and who we are as a superhero, and I definitely think he grew a lot in season one, but I think definitely grew in season two when it came down to like finding out what he is, who, how he plays a part of this team and who he can be. Um, 
and I think that was one of the things that I definitely wanted to have happened with this character. I mean, like, I feel like it's, you know, because my counterpart in the Japanese series, like, he is this, you know, I'm sorry, badass dude. Like, he's just cool. You know, like, he's just this person, especially in season two, like, he's just this cool guy. Um, and so, like... Talking about in um, Gokaiger, right, for Super Mega Force? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and so it sort of needed to emulate that sort of presence that he had, especially when I'm in the suit. Like, you know, he's all over the place. So, um, you know, bringing that forward to my character was sort of something that I wanted to have happen. Um, but, yeah, I think Noah was, you know, definitely a good character. It was a great character. I think it's, it was, you know, I wish that me and Jake sort of had transportation to roam around on instead of walking mm. everywhere. But yeah. If, would, if you could change one thing about your character, would you change anything? Yeah, my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God. I mean... Stop, can we talk yeah. about that for a second? Mm. <laughs> you wearing the blazer at some point. What happened there? I kept getting it dirty, so they were like, you know what, we're just going to get rid of it. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened. You know, sometimes I'd have it on, sometimes I'd 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 have it off. I think eventually it was like one of those things where, you know, it's it can be tough because when you're working on a show and you are are the costume designer, you know, I felt for them because we would we were like that was another thing that we would be doing at boot camp was getting our clothes ready and getting like what we're wearing as a character. And we tried on all sorts of outfits. And then we like picked the outfit. We would pick some of the outfit or they picked some of the outfits. And it was like, where are the other outfits that you guys got? Like what is happening? So I feel like for them, it was sort of like, okay, we have the outfit. Now we got to buy like eight of these shirts, eight of these pants, eight of this, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I didn't get that. Like, why your season was he one of the few seasons that wore the exact same outfit all the exact time? Same thing. Like, I was like, what? Their explanation for that was that if we change outfits, kids will get confused on oh. who who is who is who. <laughs> what? Okay, that but, is such a lie. Like, come on, Mighty your Morphin. Face isn't going to change. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's look at Mighty Morphin. Like. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it either. But it, it is, you know, it, it, I don't know, whatever. I just, I think it'd be kind of cool if they gave us our costume when we were done. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you didn't get to keep it. No, no. We did, didn't do it. did you take anything from set? Did you like sneak it out? No comment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Uh, no, I didn't. Really, I mean, no, I didn't really keep anything. The thing was like, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really keep it. I, I was going to take my watch, but it was a Casio watch. I think I can buy that at Target. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> it was like a, it was like one of those, you know, gold digital watches that I was like, I'm not going to take this. This is weird. Um, but that polo <laughs> that I had, the po that blue polo that I wore, there were only, it was from some brand and they only had like five. And the five that they had were, like, the only ones they could find anywhere. 
What? Like they could not find that polo. So they were like, okay, this is the thing, John. You cannot get this like dirty. You can't <laughs> eat in your costume. You can't, you know, you can't do anything. So I was like, okay, thanks. I'll be in my trailer shirtless. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> So, aside from the non-changing of your costume, mm-hmm. um, so when you went from Mega Force to Super Mega Force, how how was how was that? Was that like a was that like a huge change, or was it like just business as usual, or you know? Um, yeah, it was. It wasn't. I don't think it was a huge change. I, me personally. I really dig the costumes in season two. Mm. I like the costumes in season one. I'm not really a fan of like the white that we had. Like, you know how our, our costumes were like, I think we had like all white pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Um, but the costumes in season two were, I thought they were really cool. Um, and then, you know, I don't know. We would sometimes we would watch our, um, um, but yeah, season two was. Um, I definitely liked the change. There was a good change going into season two. Um, you know, we went from um, blasters, as Azim would put it, we went from blasters to blunderbust. You know, so that was pretty <laughs> cool. You know, and he had a new color. <laughs> yeah, angels to pirates, which they still don't talk. They don't, we don't understand why he changed colors, but yeah. <laughs> there's a good explanation for that. Maybe yeah. We never got there. No, <laughs> that was a exactly. cute Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when you, when, when y'all switched over and everything, you had the 25th anniversary, which is like one of the most talked about things in the mm-hmm. fandom. Mm-hmm. How was that working with all those legendary rangers? Like, how was that? Uh, that was crazy. So, you know, obviously we hadn't been to any of the cons, so we had no idea, you know, we hadn't met any of the previous Rangers, and then when they all came out, you know, we all went to dinner, and, you know, we figured out that, um, Jason David Frank was coming out, you know, um, uh, it's funny because Jason, Jason Smith, um, he was actually one of our writers. He's the Red Ranger from Jungle Fury. Um, he was one of the writers, so we had already met him. So when he was on set, we were like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm going to be in front of the camera this time. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, it was it was, it was was awesome. It was pretty crazy. I mean, that, that scene when they were, like, walking down, you know, I had chill bumps. I mean, it was kind of – it was pretty surreal. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. Wow. Yeah. Did um did you actually get to watch that episode? The, yeah, that episode I got to see. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. 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 Um, and what was your reaction? Um, it was it was uh it was it was cool. I'm one of those actors though that I really don't like watching myself. Um, hmm. you know, because I judge everything I do. So. Um, 
but it was cool watching watching that. Like that that whole thing was crazy. I I I am one of those people though that I really wish that they built that up. Like that to me should have been like an hour long mm. episode, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or like Agreed. two mm-hmm. like hour long episodes. But agree, whatever <laughs> you know. Um, and that's the thing too. That's that's the biggest thing though is that th- this franchise is. Their, their their show is based off of what a certain age group, you know what I mean? Like, they're doing everything that they do based off of, like, a five-year-old to, like, a 13-year-old, you know? So it's like, what does a five-year-old and a 13-year-old want to watch? Um, but even then, I think that that's not right. Look at look at Avatar The Last Airbender. Their, their final episode was an hour long, you know, and kids watch that. I think that when that aired on Nickelodeon, which I waited for and watched, <laughs> that was one of the most watched episodes of any Nickelodeon show, I think. And wow. that was an hour-long episode. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you've got to know your audience. They'll watch it. I mean, Power Rangers is one of the number one, um, I think when we were on the show, I think it still is, it's one of the number one rated live-action children's shows. Like, they're watching it, so do it. You know, do an hour long. Agree. I think they underestimate um, a, ch- a child's like uh, attention span. Yeah. 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 I think they do. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. I think that, um, you know, I don't know. I'm excited to see what Hasbro does with it. This, mm. this should be. Interesting. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I think it's one of those things where a lot of it is money and. Mm-hmm. you know, network time or whatever. Right. There's probably some politics that are involved in it that I don't, I'm not a part of. So, I have, you know, but I really enjoyed that episode. That was a really cool, like, you know, kind of chill bump episode. So, so really yeah. random, like, where do you think Noah would be doing? What would he be doing today or right now? Or where do you think he, what would he have in his life? You know, I don't know. That's interesting because I feel like he probably would have gone on to let's let's see. So we were in high school, obviously. So mm-hmm. I probably would have graduated with honors. Um, I'd probably be going to. Um, I probably would have by now had my master's um, somewhere, and then maybe working for the government to try to stop this problem monster problem probably creating some crazy weapons because that was one of the things that my character did as well was you know was like our weapons expert um but probably crazy weapons for the military to try to stop this from going on or maybe my own privatized military who knows i don't know (laughs) i always imagined that like noah noah's family was super wealthy and i had this really big house and I was like, you know, I had this. I had my own lair at my house that we just never went to, and now I have this. <laughs> that you know. would be so cool. <laughs> if Hasbro gave you a call and they said, "Hey, like if the idea that you had, they were thinking the same thing," would you would you do it? Oh, totally. Yeah, I'd totally do it. I mean, I would. I would pray that they would have a different costume for me. But yeah, <laughs> totally do. It. Yeah. I think it's cool that they call Rangers back to do it. I think it's a good, it's a good thing. You know, it, it, it reminds kids that there's other seasons out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you know, there's, there are other Power Rangers, you know? Mm. Um, I'm not really sure, though, if we are all in an alternate universe or if right, right, we right. are still the same Power Ranger and we just, you know, it's happening all over the United States and no one gets, you know, it, you know, how, how the government is not involved in this, all these attacks going on and, and different states. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I would totally do it. Well, this comes to our part of the show when we do what's called the Ranger Name Game. We just say an actor's name that you worked with, and you just give us a memory or anything like that that first comes to mind whenever you hear their name. Okay, nice. All right. First person on the list, we have Ciara Hannah. Okay. Ciara. Um, so, man, there's so many things about Ciara. Um, well, first off, one thing that's hilarious is, um, we were shooting, uh, a scene that we all, we're all five lined up and there's this explosion that goes off in front of us and we all like morph. And as soon as we put out our morphers, it's like, it's morphing time, then we morph, and then boom, we put out our morphins, and then this explosion just goes off right in front of us. Boom. And then when the smoke clears, you know, we've morphed. Well, we film this, we're filming the scene, and we all morph, and then it's like, boom, explosion, and then you just hear, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> oh, no. Shit. She, she's fine. She didn't get hurt. It's just the heat was so intense for her that she's just like, ow, 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 ow. ow. <laughs> so it's just pretty funny. I mean, like, you know, that was, that's always with me. That's a really funny thing. I mean, but the, you know, yeah, there's so many things. The girls are, we used to make fun of the girls all the time on set, so it's really funny. <laughs> Speaking of, Christina Masterson. Oh, man, Christina. Um, I think it's funny because... You know, we have to morph in unison. That's the thing, is like getting the morph down in unison. I feel like there'd be so many times where we morph in unison, or we'd morph, and then all of a sudden we'd hear, uh, Christina, uh, can you be a little bit faster? <laughs> like, the stunt guy's just like, so we'd always do that to Christina. Uh, Christina, can you, <laughs> can you be a little bit faster? Um, <laughs> yeah, that was always fun. Oh. And then, you know, both of the girls, when we'd get to set, they'd have, you know, because it's kind of cold in New Zealand, but they'd both be, like, bundled up in, like, these, you know, jackets and just, like, shuffling around, and that was definitely Christina. She would just bundle up in these jackets and just, like, <laughs> shuffle around this Short, short, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt bad for her. But, you know, the show must Jeez. go on. <laughs> right, right, and, and you had a blazer, so I had a blazer. They... I was fine. I was, yeah, I had blazer and khaki pants, and I was like, "What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> Next person, Andrew Gray. Oh man, Andrew. Um, Drew. Drew is just a hilarious person. Um, uh, you know. Drew is funny because, okay, well, I got, I got one. 
um, talking about stunt training. So or boot camp. So we were doing boot camp, and we all had to learn different techniques, different sort of styles. Um, second season, I had sword, so I was doing a lot of sword training. Um, CR was doing a lot of like tiger poses, tiger training. Drew was more about, about like just brute force. Um, so he was training with his stunty, and they, I don't know what had happened. I think they were doing a sequence and Drew was supposed to duck and he didn't duck and he got kicked hard in Ooh. the head. Um, and Shoot. he, <laughs> I love how everybody's like, oh man, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. He's fine. He's fine. But he does feel like he has some neck pain. So <laughs> 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 the doctor and then he, they put him in like this soft neck brace wow. so every time we'd see drew he'd be somewhere and he's just like in this neck brace like hey what's up just turning like you can barely turn like hey what's going on oh man i just remember that also <laughs> random times in our house it'd be like super late at night or random times you just hear from drew's room like <laughs> yeah like just random stuff <laughs> just, yeah Drew is, Drew is hilarious. Drew is just a hilarious... Here's another one about Drew. Um, we were on Easter break. So we had about, I don't know, like a three-day break, four-day break. But we weren't allowed to go home. Like, we weren't allowed to, like, fly back. Or fly anywhere, to be honest. Like, they were just like, you, you can fly to, like, New Zealand. Um, so me... Azim and the girls flew down to um, Queenstown, New Zealand. And Drew didn't want to go with us, so he stayed home. Well, we came back to the house, and there was, like, a broken light in the hallway. We're like, Drew, what happened? Five minutes after we left, five minutes, <laughs> Drew was taking a shower, and he was feeling it, man. He was singing a song, <laughs> feeling it. He came out in the hallway and punched in the air and shattered one of the lights oh in our hallway. So, wow. I have multiple funny stories of all these rangers, yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> he was just like, I have this time to myself, now it's time to be free, and I break a light. <laughs> this literally happened like five minutes after we left. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Next one, Azim. Oh, Azim. Oh, Azim. Let's see. Well, um, one funny story about Azim is the first season that we were out there, so the first eight months we were out there, Azim brought all sorts of stuff. The, Azim brought rollerblades, all of his fencing gear. Oh uh, I'm sorry, he didn't joust, he fenced. I'm sorry. All of his fencing gear. Um you know, pads, frisbees, all sorts of stuff. And I was like, Azim, it was all in one, like, duffel bag, too. Like, what? one duffel bag was just full of all this stuff. What? I don't think we, we, we did, you know, I think we did some of those things a couple of times. But <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny that he brought that out there. Um, he hates to talk about that as well. It's like um, a road trip for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's another funny story? Azim has a... 
Zima has a bunch of funny stories. Like one day on set, oh man, yeah. I think it was me, CR, and Azim were filming the scene, and Azim just wasn't having a good day that day. And, you know, Azim wore these, like, white, super white, like, I think, like, Adidas shoes. And um, he had blue jeans on, and he has to, like, run down this hill, and it had just rained. He has to, like, run down this hill, and they told him, Azim, don't get your shoes dirty. And he's like, okay. No. So he starts, is it top of the scene? starts running down this hill towards us and he totally slips and falls and slides down the hill <laughs> and he gets mud all from his feet all the way up his leg and his back and he just they say cut and he just gets up and does a sadazine face and just walks off and he goes well oh well for that <laughs> oh man it's funny it's funny funny good time oh no <laughs> well that's that's the weirdest thing, though, because, like, did they just, I, I, well, from all the stuff that I've worked on and stuff, if they did, if you didn't have a costume and it had multiple things of it, it, it wouldn't be a problem. I, I don't understand yeah. why they just kept telling you guys, don't get dirty. You're going to get dirty. Yeah, this was one of those things where, you know, they probably had three pairs of the same shoes. And then, but the thing, too, is, like, for us, they had, we had... You know, like, I had four different blazers. I had two blazers that were my hero, what they call the hero blazer, which are, like, clean, pressed, good to go. Then I had two that were already, like, beaten up, and they had already made, like, dirty. So they're just automatic. They're just always dirty. Um, so I think it's just one of those things where they're like, okay, you got these shoes that are for this. You got these shoes that are for that. You got these shoes, which are, like, the hero shoes that, like, are clean, and they should stay clean. Um, so I sort of get it, but it's also one of those things like, you know, there's an episode when, when we find, uh, this Silver Ranger after, I think it's a Silver Ranger and Drew, no, it's just a Silver Ranger when he's on the beach and we're like running towards him and they're doing that huge drone shot. They told us not to get wet and we're like running through the ocean. So we're like, okay, yeah, we'll try. We'll try uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, the third, I think it was, like, we did the take maybe, like, four times, and they were still trying to tell us not to get wet. <laughs> Me, Dean, Drew were just stomping through the ocean, just, like, literally trying to get as wet as possible. Just, like, doosh, 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 kicking up water, like, sliding in, you know. Being like, okay, I think we got the shot. Like... <laughs> Oh. Those things of like, how are you not supposed to try to get wet when you're running through the ocean? I don't. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Whatever. You know, obviously they know. We just haven't got the memo yet. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And and lastly, Cameron Jibo. Cameron Jibo. Cameron and I became really close on set. Um. Let's see, Cameron. I don't know. What are some funny stories? What is something funny about Cameron? Cameron, I don't know. Cameron, I don't There's so many interesting things. I'm trying to think of something. Uh, I don't know. Cameron had a really funny wig. 
when he first came into the show, like when he was on his planet, he had a really interesting wig, which I thought was hilarious because he sort of looked like Encino Man. Um, <laughs> especially when the wig was like just placed on his head. <laughs> um, I don't know. Me and Cameron just joked around all the time. Like we were just goofballs. We were just picking at people or, you know, playing jokes on people. And I don't, yeah, me and Cameron just, just two peas in a pod. It was really funny. You know, like we would just hang out and just chill, you know? Yeah. So who was like the prankster of your group? Would you say oh, you guys or? Definitely me, um, me and Cameron, probably Drew as well. But like, yeah, definitely all the guys were pranksters. I mean, like I would, I would hide, I would hide uh, in like the girls trailer and like scare them. And stuff like that, you know, like not creepy, you know what I mean? Not creepily. Like, I would just wait for them to open the door, and then I'd be like, ah! <laughs> now, looking back, I'm like, that, that sounds really creepy. <laughs> you were young. Yeah, you were young. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so moving on, like, um, I'm just curious, I noticed that like, you kind of switched gear from acting to photography. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? How did you get started into it? What made you decide you wanted to switch? Yeah. So, um, I think when I came back from New Zealand, I was talking to my friend, all my friends that I graduated with from iPhone. I was talking with my one buddy and I was like, man, you know, when I get back, we need to just start filming. Mm. Like, let's just get out there and start filming and I think that's one thing that a lot of aspiring actors don't do enough is just filming their own stuff mm. um so we started filming and then I just got more on the other side of the camera with directing and um you know I got really close with my DP and then he did a lot of astral photography mm. um and so I'd go out with him and you know I just got more on that side. And then when we moved to Georgia, I just, I was like, I want to get a camera. So I did and started taking more pictures. And I think I've always been interested in pictures, mm. but um, yeah, it was just one of those things where I feel like I love acting. With acting, I am, I am in my element, but I feel like when it comes to photography, it's just another art form that I can express myself and I can do consistently. Mm. Um, and also make money consistently. Mm -hmm. um, but I can definitely do consistently and, you know, um, yeah, just be creative in mm -hmm. that way. And I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, this is more of a personal question on my end. So I'm actually from Toronto. And okay. I noticed recently you took a trip to Toronto. Well, obviously not recent, recent, but a recent enough that I seen it. And I thought, that's so cool. So what was your experience like? What was your most favorite part? Like, would you say you want to come visit again? Yeah, I think, well, we got to come back. So the story is me, I, I bought tickets um, for my wife to go see Shawn Mendes. Mm. Um, and uh, we drove from Georgia to Toronto. So Shut the front door. Cool. That was like, what, yeah, 15 yeah. minute, uh, 15 hour um, drive? Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a long drive. But we, you know, it was great. Um, we did it in two days. I think we nice. stopped. I don't remember where we stopped, but we did it in two days and... Um, I think the border was probably the most interesting thing, both leaving and coming back. So when we get to the border in Canada, 
the guy's like, hey, uh, you know, what are you guys, what are you guys, what are you guys doing here? And um, we're like, yo, we're going to see Sean Mendez. And he's like, okay, kind of does that thing. Mm. Um, and then he's like, so, um, you know, and you know, these, this is it. You know, enjoy your stay. And basically, it was just like, okay, see ya, um, have fun. And then when coming back though, they were not cool at the border. They were like, like coming back to America, they were like. Uh, sir, why do you have all these bags? I'm gonna have to check your bags. Like, why do you guys have so many bags just going to Canada? I'm like, dude, we just drove from Georgia to Canada. Like, what? What, what are you talking about? Um, it was just weird. It was a weird dynamic of like, it was it was easier to get into another mm-hmm. country than to get back to my own mm-hmm. country. So that um, dynamic was. Which border did you um, end up going to? What border? Yeah. Going into Canada was the Michigan border, I think. Ah, okay. And then coming back was the New York border. Okay. I we went through Buffalo. That yeah. explains it. Because yeah. um, on the way, um, like, leaving to America, I found that the Michigan border, they're, like, I don't know what it is about them, but they are hard-ass, like, AF. I don't know why. But yeah. when I would cross, they would always give me such a hard time. They would never believe anything I said. I think mostly because, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to a convention. They're like, really? You're going to a convention? And I'm like, well, yeah. stop, don't stereotype us. But then coming back, I always got the greatest um, people crossing in. And, oh, yeah. yeah, and I always come back from Niagara, the Niagara Buffalo one, and that was always really nice. But, like, yeah. definitely, um, yeah, it really does make a difference which depends on which border you're, you're crossing to and from. I just thought it was interesting. Um, that trip, though, was good and bad. So <clears throat> the trip, we went to the concert. The next day, my wife was having horrible pains, oh. um, and she ended up having E. coli. So we had Shoot. to go to the hospital. Yeah, so the Damn. whole the whole next day, she was, like, in bed sleeping. Oh, and poor thing. It was bad, yeah. And so we didn't really – we got to experience a little bit of Toronto, but mm. not too much. Mm. Um, uh, so we stayed at an Airbnb – the, the Blue Jay Stadium. Yep. Very and fancy area. be like literally right down the street from that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we had to go to the hospital at like, man, it was like three, four in the morning. Um, no, no, no. We had to go. We went to the hospital at like 1 a.m. Um, like 2 a.m. And that was horrible. Um, we had to wait for a long time and like my wife was just in so much pain. There were some definite weirdos out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was just interesting. So, uh, and then we literally packed up and drove out the next day oh. and then she had E. coli. And then after that, like two days, she had another pain. She had a kidney stone. So oh that was, wow. It was it was Poor bad. thing. Yeah. I felt horrible, but she got to see Sean Mendez, mm. and we were like, I think we were four rows back from the front of the stage. So nice. Was, yeah, she was digging that. So that was good. That was a fun time. And then, you know, there's that, you know, the um, uh, the harbor is right there. So yeah, the harbor front. So we would go and go fun yep. on the harbor. That was really fun. Yeah. It's a really nice harbor, and I really like that harbor myself. Yeah, and we, like, you know, there's a right behind um, – like right up the street from the harbor if you keep going there's that there's all this like cool like um 
know, like cool streets that have like it reminds me of sort of like San Francisco. It's like mm-hmm. these really eclectic shops and like really like sort of like hippie shops mm-hmm. and great food, great burger. Um, wish I had the burger right now. <laughs> great food. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would really like to go back. To be honest, I I, I really like to go back to Canada in general. I have a couple of friends that live in Vancouver and um, Calgary and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Calgary? There's not much going on in Calgary. No, I, yeah, it's pretty dead. Calgary, he's like, no, you don't really need to come. Yeah, you, you really don't. Yeah, yeah, you really don't. Like the major city that if you're gonna visit, definitely like obviously Toronto, Vancouver. And then if you're in Toronto, you can do little road trips out to like Quebec, Montreal. Yeah. Uh, those are really, really beautiful scenic places. Yeah. Even Ottawa is really nice to visit too. But definitely do not need to visit Calgary. Yeah, yeah. You're not missing out on anything, I promise yeah. you. <laughs> All right, well, that's good. Thank you for sharing. And you know what? Like, hit me up if you're in Toronto. I'll let you know what the, what the greatest places check out, great food places. I'm such a foodie. But, um, yeah, no, I thought it was really cool when I saw that on your story. I went, shut the front door. He's in Toronto. And I almost felt like saying, I know where I can show you. And I was like, no, no, that's creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> Don't do that. That's cool, though. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, that's really cool. So now this brings us to the lightning round. It's not as fast as it sounds, but we're, I'm just going to ask you a series of questions. <laughs> okay. Just to kind of wrap all of us up together. Um, if you could have dinner with three person, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, it would be Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Good one. Charlie Chaplin. And um, Paul Newman. Nice. Yeah. Good choices. Yeah. If you could have one superpower, what would you want it to be? And you can make one up. It doesn't have to be the traditional superpowers. Uh, flight. For sure. If you could live anywhere in the world, now that's given like your entire family, everything, everyone you love can come with you, where would you want to live? If I could live anywhere in the world mm-hmm. and everyone could come with me? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, Probably New Zealand. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, what is your current... TV favorite TV series or movies that you would you could share with us since you know most of us are in quarantine that we could watch. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Lock and Key on Netflix is pretty good. Oh, okay. I've yeah, seen the tra- I seen the trailer. I, I, I wasn't yeah. sure. Lock and Key is pretty good. Um, I started watching um, Tiger King on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm currently on show. that. Um. Um, uh, there are so many good shows out. I always watch the same show, though. Like, right now, I'm rewatching like, Parks and Recreation. Um, you know, like, I don't know. Um, movie-wise, I don't know if you guys have seen Parasite. No. Oh, I have, yeah. That is an amazing, amazing movie. Um, it is, it is phenomenal. I mean, it, it, I'm glad it won Best Picture, but it is a great movie. Um, Ford versus Ferrari, also really? an amazing movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, I was, like, very intrigued to watch it, but I wasn't sure, because I was, like, I didn't really hear people talk mm-hmm. about it that much. Mm-hmm. 
Which one? Ford versus Ford's and Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. It's a great movie. Okay. Really good. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Check that one out. Oh, that one. Yeah, yes. I heard good things about that one, too. Yeah. All right. Um, are you a coffee or a tea person? Oh, coffee, for sure. <laughs> Thank and, you. And just black. Thank Nothing you. Thank black. you. Thank <laughs> you. I can do black. Thank uh, you. I don't, I, tea is okay. I drink a lot of tea on set mm. because they cut me off from coffee because I was drinking like probably four cups of coffee. How dare they? Uh, like a two hour time span. So I was wired. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely a coffee drinker. I can't do, I have like this lactose thing, so I can't do milk very much anymore. Mm. But I prefer mm, just okay. like. The taste of black coffee, especially mm. iced black coffee. That's good. Yes. That's good. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yes. You're definitely my kind of person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, DC or Marvel? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Marvel movies, DC comics. Um, and what I mean by that really? is to watch a movie, I, I, oh man, let's see, this is going to get me in trouble with a lot of people. I, okay, here's my, <laughs> I know this was lightning round. Let me explain this. Can I explain No, totally. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, I want to know. Me too. <laughs> I think that the Marvel franchise does so well with knowing who their audience is, hmm. knowing what the characters are, knowing, knowing their comedy. Hmm. Marvel is just a genius at what they do. They're just good at what they do, especially when it comes down to making the movies and making the characters like the comic book. Mm. Let me say this. Marvel, I mean, DC, I love DC. I grew up on DC. When it comes to DC, like Batman, I grew up with Batman and Superman. Mm. Like, I know people hate me for this, but Superman is probably my, like, that was just my bread and butter. Um... Like, like, I grew up on the Christopher Reeves Superman. That's just what my dad showed me. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then, you know, you know, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, you know, like, I mean, th- those are, Batman is my other one. Like, Batman the Animated Series. When it comes down to TV shows, though, Mar- DC's got it. Like, Batman the Animated Series, the uh, Superman series that came out in, like, the 90s or like the early thousands that was great you yes. know like the yes. justice league when it came out when i i mean i watched it. i don't remember when it came out when i was a kid maybe late 90s the justice league like i didn't watch any of the marvel well okay no the amazing spider-man was really good um <laughs> and so was x-men the tv show but i still think dc better mm-hmm. like Batman the Animated Series is probably one of the best animated superhero television shows in my opinion like Absolutely. it just hands down it's so good I agree. because I agree. it's dark it is what batman is and um god what's the guy's name that does the voice mark hamill mark, mark oh, hamill. Oh, the, but the joker mark hamill did the joker for that which no mark he, hamill did the joker yeah mark hamill did the joker his name is oh kevin, kevin conroy kevin conroy kevin conroy yes batman i always get those two confused his voice, his voice is batman to me like, that's just Absolute, what it is. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Mark Hamill's voice is the Joker to me. Like, that's just... He's the Joker, just yeah. Um, 
So then when it comes down to like comics, the DC comics are so true and they're, they can be dark, like dark. Um, and then Marvel is like, I didn't, I thought some of the Marvel comics are, are good. I'm not saying they're bad. I just, you know, it's just interesting. I don't know. See, this argument, I feel like it's one of those things that's just so tough because DC, like, the most interesting thing to me about DC, what was the, there was a DC movie that came out that recently, I feel like that was also, it was like a female. Oh, Birds of Prey? Yes. Okay. There you go. So that movie, I don't know if y'all saw that. I did. I thought, I definitely think it had some moments, but I thought it was a good movie. It was definitely better than Suicide Squad. Mm. Uh, you know, that's just me. But uh, it was definitely. I thought it was, it was <laughs> and um, it was produced by Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was directed by a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Wonder Woman which I think was their biggest movie. Female superhero, female director. Like, it was just, they're just, that's that's a thing. It's just that strong female presence, and they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then when it came down to, like, you know, Aquaman, I feel like Jason Momoa is cast perfect for that, but I cannot get over Vanta's stupid, song when he's making his thing when he's making his outfit i'm gonna get you next time i'm gonna do it push it you know like i it was like this random ages like you know like building song of like this villain push to the limit i'm gonna get you off of my like I'm, I'm yeah yeah I was like dude this is such a cool movie and then that came on and i was like what is happening dude what is happening why are they playing this that random '80s like pump-up song for this villain? This is it was a poor choice. <laughs> yeah, they, they they do that a lot. They I, they do that a lot in their movies. I, I've noticed their, their song choices are horrible. Stupid. And then what's funny to me is so many people had so much slack on Batman versus Superman. I did not mind that movie. Like, first off. Um, What's his name? The guy that plays Lex Luthor. Um, yes. Yeah. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. I thought he was great. I thought he was perfectly cast for that. Mm. He was great. Um, you know, the the showdown, you know, didn't last very long, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> you know, the fact that they're, both of their moms are named Martha, that's just the thing. I don't know. You know, you can't I really... never even noticed that. That was <laughs> I didn't notice it until that movie, and I have no idea how I'd never noticed that, but it's just, it was just the thing, and people, I this feel like, had true. an issue with that. Like, but it's, it's one of those things where, when you talk about, like, that, a lot of people have, uh, you know, they didn't like it. I thought it was, the, the music for it was amazing. Like, I don't know. It's whatever. I could go on a rant for this for a long time. I just feel like it's one of those things. <laughs> and then a lot of people hated, like, the Justice League movie. I didn't really prefer it but i'm i'm gonna watch it people mm. paid to go see it like you can't say that you didn't see that movie it is it just is what it is mm-hmm. but then the marvel oh, yeah i mean like, yeah they got it they got it down they got <laughs> they got it down they just know what they're doing this is true um i mean i'm just waiting for them to 
for, for, for Wonder Woman specifically, because I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan. Like, the way you got started with, like, Superman and Batman, I'm the yeah. same way with Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, like, because I, I used to watch the 70s version on, when it was syndicated on the Sci-Fi yeah. channel. Yeah. I used to love Linda Carter. So, I'm yeah. just like, I just want, if anything, I just want her to be, like, Linda Carter, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens with this new one. You're talking about the new one, right? Yeah. 1984? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I, I, I really hope that they. I, I don't know who the director is. I hope it's the same director from the first one, from the Wonder Woman movie. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I get really nervous when DC is like puts out <laughs> really cool stuff and they put out a really cool trailer and then you go watch the movie and you're like, what just happened? This is not like anything like. You that. just showed <laughs> me all the cool stuff in the trailer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> From Suicide Squad looked awesome. It looked like, dude, I want to go see this movie. And then the movie was just like, this is garbage. What is happening? Okay, it wasn't garbage. Yeah. That's a bit far. But it I was just like, I have fun with that. Actually, have fun. Uh, with that. I thought it was. I thought I'm gonna watch it. Hey, I'll put it on. I'll watch it. It's just one of those movies where I'm not like, you know, it's. It wasn't like Marvel, where. You know, in Endgame, you've all seen it, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. Too long. There's no spoilers. Hundreds of times. When, when Captain America catches the hammer, that gave me goosebumps. Mm. Like, that gives you, like, this sense of, like, goosebumps. And, like, when that whole, that all of that's going down. Like, and then when they all, when he said, when they all come together and he says Avengers assemble for the Avengers first time. Assemble. That oh, is so oh. epic. Like, it literally is makes my hair stand up <laughs> on the back of my neck right now. Like, if a movie can, if a superhero can make, movie make, can make you do that, make you feel that, they did their job right. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, you know, I haven't seen a DC movie that's done that for me. I agree. You know, it's just one of the things. Like, I haven't seen, okay, well, The Dark Knight was really good, but... I haven't seen a DC movie where I've been like, I've got these chills of like, oh, I know what I'm talking about. Here we go. I don't know if y'all have seen The Joker. No, I haven't. Yes. It hasn't enticed that, me. Okay, that movie is amazing and it will give you chills, okay. but not in a good way. Oh, it right. is. It is super uncomfortable, but that very to me, Marvel is just that kid lighthearted, you know, we're going to make jokes, we're going to do this, our fights can still be, like, deep and dark. DC needs to do what Joker did from here on out. Mm. Like, it should just be dark. Mm. And that movie makes you feel uncomfortable. I'm just going to say that. Okay. It is a very good movie. I'm going to have to go see that myself. You need to watch it. Okay. <gasps> yeah, because I want to say like, maybe it was, like, the last 20 minutes or something it was just like from the time that he just makes up in his mind i'm going to wreak havoc it was like i just it's, felt my stomach drop from then on out <laughs> it's, it took it took it's an uncomfortable movie it's really uncomfortable and the way that they portrayed the joke is just mm. all right <laughs> um so our next last two lightning round questions would if you could be one h forever now, I'm talking like physically, like you would be that age, but obviously in your mind, it would grow and it could develop. It could be, you know, like a hundred years old. What age would you want to be at? 
like if my physical body was one age. Yeah. Oof. I don't know. Probably in between the ages. Oh man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> twenty-five. Okay. Good probably age. Twenty-five. Yeah. Good. Good age. And then the last question from me is. What would you want your legacy to be? My legacy? Mm. Oh, man. Um, here lies a man who changed the world. Um, oh, legacy, not eulogy. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, we'll take both. <laughs> yeah. I think that I just want, I think my legacy, a good legacy is just, know being true to who you are hmm. and just you know um i don't know man that's a hard question <laughs> golly um i don't know just i think a good legacy for me in itself was just being true to myself you know hmm. being the best that i could be the best photographer I could be. Okay. Being the best entertainer I could be. That's a, I don't know. That is a tough question. No, no, it is. And that's why I love asking it because it really makes you think. And I guess yeah. like another best to, re, I guess I can rephrase it in a way that like, like what would you want people to remember you by or ask or, you know, even when you're gone from this earth. Yeah. I feel like the, the thing that I, 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 See, the thing is, I, I would I would really like people to remember me by, you know, he was always there. Mm. Something like that, okay. you know. Oh, that's I good. I care about, you know, he had a million dollars, <laughs> you know. He was, that, he was that person, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really care about stuff like that. No, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We really yeah. appreciate it, especially, you know, the talk with all the, the Marvel versus DC. That, that was mm -hmm. definitely great. Yeah. We, we thank you. <laughs> Where can the people find you? People can find me on Instagram at JM Loudermilk. Um, I don't really post a lot there, but you can find me there. <laughs> uh, you can also find my photography work at jmloudermilk.com. So. Check out his work, you know, be awesome and just 
support, support, support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for just coming on our show and really and just being here with us mm-hmm. and entertaining us and stuff no like problem. that. We really appreciate it. We do. You thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Thank you. No problem. If you guys ever come out to Power Morphicon this year, let me know. We will be there if it happens. Oh, right, if it happens. <laughs> if it happens, yeah, we will yeah, be there. But I'll see you guys. Yeah, here. because I I live here, so mm. I'm like I'll, yeah. I'll definitely be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're I definitely got my flight ticket. I'm all ready to go. We just hope that we can make this happen. Yeah, right. I think it'll happen. I think it'll be. I think it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but if I will say this to the to the people out there, if you ever want to go to a con. Especially if you're a Power Ranger fan, that is the convention to go to, for sure. Facts. Yeah, Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Let's see what I can do to upgrade Jake's axe. You can do anything. 